Welcome to the Side Action Podcast, the sports gambling show that covers everything in the world of sports betting from A through Z. We'll cover the four major sports as well as anything and everything in between worth some action and we'll increase the size of your bankroll. And here we go. All right, looks like we're live, Coop. Uh, welcome to the Side Action episode. Uh, what are we on, man? I didn't put that down there. Episode, I think, 13 of season six, season six right? Or episode 12. No, of episode six. 12. Okay, yeah. Uh, my name is Jim Wegglars, a.k.a. Wegs. You can follow me at uh, Wegspool on Twitter and on Instagram. And I'm Coop, a.k.a. Dalton, if you will. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Dalton Cooper, on Twitter at Mr. Grumpy Gills. Again, we are the Side Action Podcast, back together finally again in the Edgewater Studios. Mr. Sir. Uh, right at rush hour, too. I mean, yeah. it's kind of dark. You know, don't fool yourself. It's not 8 o'clock. It is 4.30. It seems like uh, it. And it's, it's kind of depressing. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, well... Um, Winter you... solstice is coming, though, so get oh, excited. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Then it's the, low, the shortest day of the year, right? That's what everybody looks <laughs> yeah. forward to. Um, yeah, we're going to Belgium. You know, obviously I just got back Monday afternoon. It actually gets darker even sooner there. Oh, really? Shorter days. Yeah, it's about okay. five degrees latitude further north. So it must be great in the summertime. Right. It's really long days, but it was about 3.30ish when it was getting dark out. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's pitch black by about 7, 6, 7. Just... So you're an early riser then by... Yeah, not me. Not on this trip. But it was, you know, it was a really <laughs> good time. You know, we, we flew direct, which is recommended. Okay. Went right to Brussels. The train system's incredible. And we got to Leuven, which is where my daughter's going to school. And you know, 20 minutes on the train, no problem. We took trains everywhere. Went to Bruges. We went to Ghent. We went to Brussels. Nice. Uh, you don't need a car because we're discussing bring your scooter to Vegas, but um, you, you, there were scooters there and tons of bikes. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I had a great time, had a bunch of cocktails, got like, you know, 14,000 steps a day in. So. Nice. How was the food? It was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, they had everything. It's not like you just eat Belgian food, right? Gotcha. Well, I didn't know if you're like strictly going mom and pop or like, you know, well, how, if we're going the full Belgium experience, <laughs> Belgian experience. Or so like, what are you, you expecting? You get, you get frites, you know, so okay. French fries, French fries, misnomer. Frites. Yeah. Uh, they they were invented in Belgium, first of all. Yeah. Frites, yes. Okay, really? Yes. I didn't yes. know that. Yes. They were invented there. Yes. That's okay. the first The first frite was made, made in Belgium. Uh-huh. And then um, the waffle, you know, the Belgian okay. waffle. Okay, right. Uh, Delicious. Uh, they've got a bunch of little stands you can get when you're on the way to the train. It's like, you know, grabbing a bagel or something. You just grab it. Okay. Get a little, like street food kind street of. Street food. Um, is it, uh, how's the, are they, they go by the Euro? They do go, go by the euro. Is, it, uh, is that pretty? I don't know. 107, 108. Okay. Like so $1.07 to 1 euro. So you, you lose a little bit, I guess. But okay. it used to be a lot, uh, euro was a lot stronger at gotcha. one time. So it used to be like $1.40 or something. Oh, wow. So yeah, yeah, at okay. one time. So That's we're not so, terrible. No, it was pretty close. It was, I got back and all the adjustments hit the bank account. It was like 86 cents, 86 cents, 45 cents. You know, like, <laughs> That's kind of, that's crazy. You know, whatever the exchange rate, maybe there's a, you know, some sort of whatever arbitrage in the mirror. And then um, they're known for the mussels. I don't know if you ever have steamed muscle, steam mussels. We have to go, there's a place in Andersonville that has it too, okay. uh, Hopleaf. So it's like, you know, just kind of like this big um, bowl of mussels that they've steamed in like white wine sauce. And it's actually, they're quite delicious. Really? Yeah, okay. yeah, yes. Yeah. So is it kind of like those. the oyster or is it completely different from the oyster? A little different. I mean, okay. you can you can get, I mean, I'm more partial to the raw oyster, but the, the if you get a ro- oyster Rockefeller, that's like prepared in and of itself. This is like all kind of in its own juices, so to speak, with some gotcha. onions and things of the white wine sauce. It was good, it was good stuff. And then, you know, they had all sorts of, we did high tea in each of those towns. Which, there's a lot of like castle looking places. And, okay. And things like that. I went with my mom and, and obviously my daughter, so it was like I was kind of subject to the ladies, whatever <laughs> they wanted to do. I was just kind of the muscle of the operation. Nice. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. It was very dark and rainy. It's about the same weather as we have beautiful weather in Chicago the last couple of days, but yeah, surprisingly. 45 rainy was kind of the, the norm. Uh, par, if you will. Yeah, gotcha. and, and in the end, uh, a lot of cobbled streets and nice. It was beautiful. Horses I mean, and. Uh, no, there, just... <laughs> well, well in, in Bruges, they did have the horse-drawn carriages. Okay. And I tell you, they were not pausing for pedestrians. There were tons of pedestrians. They would just come flying through, ring a little bell. And oh, nice. Coming through and making turns and, and you know, and 
you know, shitting on the street and nice. you, know, you have to avoid that. Okay. But no, it's, it, Bruges is, is a very popular tourist location. Like if you talk about Belgium, oh, you've been to Bruges, that's the spot. Right? Gotcha. Okay. Most people, I mean, they fly into Brussels, but like Bruges is the spot. It was cool. I mean, it just was a little touristy for me. I liked, hmm. I kind of like Ghent and, and the Brussels where we went was pretty cool. I uh, got a, you know, a couple of nice cocktails everywhere we went. And yeah. Do you feel more cultured now? So cultured. Oh okay. my gosh. I mean, I was in Europe. Uh, gotcha. Well, just uh, remember remember us little people whenever you make it big time. Well, I will tell you one thing, though. I mean, everybody there, at least, especially the shopkeepers and stuff, they speak like five languages, man. Oh, yeah. They speak nice. in everything. I mean, they speak mostly Dutch there. You, they say Flemish, but Flemish is actually a, it's like a dialect of Dutch. It's like a, a different regional dialect. And that's something of Dutch. you like get congested with? Yeah, I, am. I, had a, I don't know how Flemish in yeah. my throat. <laughs> Before you showed up, uh, but no, yeah, it's it's Flemish. No, okay, but the okay. Flemish region, the Flems. But um, yeah, but yeah, then um, but a lot of people so like Brussels. They speak French primarily, and then all the shopkeepers they like start talking to you like Spanish. You speak Spanish? Like, like I'm not Spanish. I'm like see, sí, pero you know, in English, you know, whatever. But it's the Spain English. Spanish, not the yeah, not Catalano, the, Catalano, yeah. Catalano, yeah. yeah, it's a different Pizzetta. it's a different Spanish. Yeah, so, yeah, I would have so, no idea what they're speaking. Oh, I'm just so saying. you're so you're not cultured, is what you're saying. <laughs> I'm moderately cultured. Okay, moderately. Only, okay. I was there for four or five days. What do yeah. you want me to do? Well, we as a podcast, I feel, put together, yes. we, can, we can check the cultured box. So. Exactly. What's well, good. How's the jet lag been? That's probably the I'm last a little question. tired, but you know, no, you know me. I had a conference all day Tuesday, was out till 11.30 at night, <laughs> last night till 10.30, and you know, doing the podcast today. I'm driving to Kansas City tomorrow. We'll talk about that later, but driving to Kansas City for the weekend for a birthday party thing. And you know, you don't, hey, can't stop, won't stop. That's why I'm going to miss the Friendsgiving, which is sad. And then, yeah, we got um, a nice ham coming. You got a ham? Yeah, honey baked ham. Yeah, Ooh, a little honey baked. Yeah. I like it. I mean, if I, if for some reason I get in early, which I can't imagine partying on Saturday, wow. jumping in for seven and a half hours and rolling up the steps at like four, it'll probably be like six. So I don't know if you guys will still be there, but um, but we'll see. But you know, I, I'm basically going to rest on Thanksgiving weekend. That's what I tell myself. <laughs> okay. So, what yeah. about you, man? What was the weekend? You get you held on the podcast well last week. Yeah, it was a good time. Art jumped in there kind of towards the end. I so saw this little comment there. Yeah, um, it was good. Vegas was good. We kind of just recapped that. But, sure. Uh, it's been pretty chill the last couple of days. Uh, I've been trying to get Luke on. I know he won't. I join know us, Luke refuses to actually put a comment again. Uh, no, he won't even join us. Even worse. He didn't uh, join last week. No, we're we'll just go golfing at some point this week too. Uh -huh. So I might put him on the hot seat. I don't know. We'll find he out. Um, but no, it's been pretty chill. I mean, we had indoor Hamlin, and I'm trying to think what we did Saturday. Did you? I just, oh yeah, Tuesday night we did some bowling. Yeah. So we, uh, so you weren't here last week. We won the first quarter of the of the league. So nice. I think did it's 32 weeks. Yeah, I think it's like okay. 500 bucks a team, like for eight weeks. So nice. a little bit of money there, and then uh, we came out the first week and went seven and zero for the first quarter. Damn, of the okay, second. yeah, Boom. so. Came out strong. Nice. Um, and then, yeah, I'm trying to think. It's been pretty chill, though. I mean, yeah, it's, I was okay. waiting for all your Belgian, all your Belgianness on this. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I should have brought so. you some, some goblets or no. something. <laughs> just chocolate, something. Yeah, well, I have some chocolate for one of the ladies that I'm oh, dating. So if they don't claim it next week, it's all you, buddy. Okay, yeah, things uh, go south. Handpicked, you know, it's okay. going to be nice. But, nice. but yeah, the Perkins are seeing Anyway, <laughs> let's, let's, let's not focus on those gifts for the ladies. But um, they'll get mad if they're listening. I'm sure they will. So we'll talk about tech going to the shed. It looks like you've got some things here. I've got to think in my head. I've, I've, I had some ideas, but I didn't put them down. So who, do you, who are you taking to the shed this week? Yeah, this week it's, uh, you know, it was kind of lackluster. There wasn't, mm. there wasn't too much. I mean, it was kind of some, I feel like there was some notables. I thought you were going to come in and swoop out. So that's why I kind of <laughs> did some digging. But Good. Uh, I don't know if you saw this morning, but uh, the MLB owners voted um, putting Oakland in the shed because they lost yeah. the, uh, the athletics today. Yeah, they're going to the officially. The Vegas, the Vegas. A's? Is I, that have, gonna be? I have no idea. I'm hoping it's going to be. the Aces. Well, that's for the basketball team. Yeah. I, was gonna, I don't know why they make it like the Gamblers or something yeah. like that, too. That'd be so cool. I can never figure out why they made it the Golden Knights when they made the hockey team. But I digress. You know, Vegas is going to have another professional sports team. How long until they have the NBA? Because they already have the midseason tournament. Well, they have the WNBA Vegas. there, right? So, yeah, so they have that. So Pretty short. Stuff, they have a uh, G League there, I think, or summer. They, they probably, or, yeah, they yeah, summer leagues. They have summer leagues in there. Vegas, so I think it's only a matter of time until they have all. Of the... They just need somebody to relocate there. I don't think they're going to do an expansion team in Vegas. So you need somebody like Oklahoma I don't know, City, Oklahoma City, yeah, but or it's Memphis so much of a yeah. But we'll we'll see. But uh, and I think last week I actually had Memphis in the shed too. So Did just had on that, yeah, because uh, they've been off well. If you've been watching yeah, the association, yeah, yeah. But, well, they they got the job. He's on the he's on the shelf. Or yeah, he's. Yeah. <laughs> and then they also got what's his name got hurt. 
Steven Adams at the beginning yeah. of the season. So. Yeah, but he's, I mean, if we're building a team around Steve Adams, what are we really <laughs> doing anymore? Uh, we're also going to put the Browns in the shed, obviously. Okay. We got the news this morning. Deshaun Watson is uh, yeah, done for the year. Had funny. a broken shoulder. All of a sudden, he played really well. So, so I heard it today. Uh, it happened, even though, you know, he had a shoulder injury earlier. That was on a hit during the game. It made it sound like this was he was playing with a broken shoulder for a couple weeks. It's not like that. They at least the guy from the, the Cleveland Beats today was saying that he got hit. He got sandwiched between two guys. He watched the play. That was the play that broke his shoulder. It wasn't like he was just playing with a broken shoulder. Right. No, it was like the whole second half. He played, yeah. But he was fourteen of fourteen in the second half. And he was running. Yeah, and he was playing really well. So yeah. I don't know if it's adrenaline or what. It was but his best game as a Brown, probably. Yeah, and it just like I think it was last year this happened. It just got like it looked like he was just putting it back together, and all of a sudden injury done for the year. Yeah. So it's just same old Browns. For sure. Um, I'm taking myself to the shed too. Mm. I got beat by four tenths of a point in fantasy for the third time oh, this year. Third so, time. Third time this year. I've yeah, lost. Wow. I've lost by four tenths of a point and two tenths of a point twice. Maybe so, we should go away from that decimal system. Yeah. So I'm. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm five and five or. I'm now nah, we're we're done for. It's it's tough. It's eighteen team league and oh. we've lost three times. That it's just you know a lot of morale. Wow. Yeah, it's tough. It's been a tough couple still weeks. Got some week. You got some weeks left. Um, so I'm taking myself to the shed. And then okay. last last I don't know if you saw this today, but this really had me fired up. Uh, okay. I'm taking the NCAA to the shed. Ooh. Um, I don't know if you saw they denied uh, JMU and two other uh, schools of their Division One eligibility and excluded oh. them from postseason play. So, oh, and they're the, they're doing really well. With there's you. a well. There's a rule that when you come from Double one A to mm-hmm. Division A yes. or Division One, you have to wait two years. And it's usually, I've seen it in basketball. Yeah, and sometimes usually though they have SCS, you know, sprinkled in with FBS, right? Okay. There's usually like Division One A playing, but this year they played all Division One, so that was uh, kind of like their hey, we played a whole regular schedule or whatever. So why can't we be? And the NCAA just gave them a finger. So NCAA is stupid. I hope this gets to their front desk. I hope they reach out to me in my DMs so we can have a conversation. About and they're, they're listening to you. Yeah, they're I hope they're you. here. Yeah, I hope they're part of our tens and thousands of hundreds that are here <laughs> listening. Yeah, well, uh, who am I going to take to this shed? I mean, it's the easy one, right? Jimbo Fisher? Or maybe oh. it's Texas A&M. I'm oh. not sure who should be. Actually, he's actually good. He's going to make all that money doing nothing. <laughs> so maybe it's Texas A&M. Yeah. Not that they shouldn't have fired him, but now they fire him in the buyouts like $75 million. So the next guy that comes in, unless they're stupid again, he's probably going to make that not that much money. So I know there's a good list of candidates, but Jimbo Fisher of Texas A&M, exactly. he's gone. Midseason, he has been disappointment, but man, let's stop giving these ten-year contracts and have buyouts forever. I mean, <laughs> can you buy me out of the podcast and I make you know, whatever <laughs> like this, this poker, this uh, yeah, who's doing your litigation? Exactly, my God. So that that was my shed that I, I just I remember I didn't yeah. play, but I had a nice little jumbo Fisher. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shout out to him. And yeah, is there a better job in America other than a fired football coach? No. And I mean, Urban Meyer could be back in college football. Can you believe that? Yeah, he's, he's actually on the, he's on the list. <laughs> Michigan State, heck yeah. yeah. He might go to A&M. Nah. You don't think so? No. Think, okay, we'll talk about that. Nah, Dion, man. I know, I know. Well, yeah. anyway. Well, let's talk about the dub club. Let's talk about the yeah. club. I did go to kind of a clubbish situation with mom. Pretty funny. Nuh-uh. She got heck a white yeah. wine there. How was we it? Beat the, we got in before it started becoming clubby. Yeah. Uh, we were at this little place around the corner and moving from our place. And we get there and we're seated, seated and we're kind of in the back and then we're leaving. The place was jammed. I'm like... Mom, hold my hand. I got to pull you through the crowd. You know, lights were going and they were. Hell yeah. So I didn't get her to dance or anything, but she did have fun. Gotcha. So anyway, but I, I made it before the bouncer was there with the, with the red rope. Ah, so we made it in beforehand. Nice. So you are part of the. Yeah, yeah. I was club dub. You I was pretty club dub. You guys know. How about you? Well, you got the club dub. Oh, man, club dub. So we're going to start with uh, Tyrese Halliburton. I don't mm. know if you saw him for, for the Pacers. He had back-to-back games against the Sixers yeah, with good. that in-season tournament going on, too. Um, he had back-to-back games. He had 32 assists and no turnover. So, yeah, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, he's had double-doubles. Uh, and, and now this is updated because this happened last night, too. Mm-hmm. Actually, 10 of 11 games now. Mm. So shout-out to him. It's a good way for the Pacers. There are... Sure. I think the four seed right now. Okay. Obviously, it's early. I think we're eleven. In this Eastern, tournament, so really makes a lot of sense. But well, no, they're fourth in the East right oh, now. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what they are in their tournament. Yeah, yeah I don't whatever. care about that either. But <laughs> um, also, we're going with Jaden Daniels. So um, they destroyed Florida over the weekend. Mm. It was fifty-two thirty-five was the winning score. But he's the first player in FBS history to uh, throw for three hundred and fifty passing yards and rush for two hundred in the in the same game. Gotcha. So. Um, obviously, when you do something that's never been accomplished in college football, it's pretty cool. Not so bad. we'll put you in there. And then the uh, rounding out. Oh, no, I guess I have two more on here. Uh, okay. We're going to throw the 
Vancouver Canucks. Okay. Uh, actually, I think they were uh, in part of the shed in one of our very first episodes really? this season. I think they lost a preseason game like 10 nothing. Oh, okay. But and they got taken to the shed. I like the Sharks. Uh, yeah, I'm like the Sharks. <laughs> the Sharks are the shed. So, uh, but no, the Canucks are off to a hot start. They're mm-hmm. probably the best team in Canada right now. They are 12 3 and 1. They uh, threw 16 games. They've got 25 points. I don't know if you know how hockey works. We yeah, can, we can explain that off air, maybe. Yeah. Gets more <laughs> okay. I don't want to take too much time away from the NFL on this podcast. So, um, they're obviously leading the league in point differential. They're plus thirty-four. Um, actually, they have a three-way tie on their, uh, or yeah, three-way tie on their team for the league league in points. Mm-hmm. So I think it's thirty-four points is what they're tied for right now between J.T. Miller, Quinn Hughes, and Elias Pettersson. There you go. So shout out to Vancouver and then uh, Charlie Woods. I don't know if you saw this. Um, Charlie Woods' team down in Florida. They won the. Um, state golf championship. So he's a freshman. He shot 78 and 76 the two days. Nice. Um, I think he was the number four golfer, if I remember reading it correctly. Okay. So, but maybe 14 years old shooting 78 and 76. It's pretty Not good. Bad. But uh, shout out to dad because Tiger never won any kind of state championship in golf. And do you yeah, know why he, that is? Because they didn't have it. It didn't exist. Then. That's exactly <laughs> right. But he did win the, the junior amateurs the couple years yeah, ago. Yeah. So, but shout out to Charlie Wood. Charlie, so. getting it done. Good for you. Good for you. Well, in my club dub, it's probably, we might have had him in last week, but I we didn't have a, you, you did club dub on your own. So it'd be the Raiders. Okay. Uh, I know I know it's like whatever. They actually are having their own club dub experience, as you know. They're smoking <laughs> cigars and yeah, popping champagne after winning a couple of games. But they not just won the first game. Obviously, after firing the coach, but they got the second game too. I mean, they beat the Jets. The Deader Cat special. Yeah, the Deader. Like, it was a double bounce. It was yeah. a double bounce. We'll it see if they can. Dead cat. It was the I don't know about this cat. one when they get to Miami, but. Um, <laughs> It'd be the deadest cat. <laughs> Could be real dead. But no, I mean, they, they're they playing a little better. They're playing with some swag. I, I mean, I like that. They're they're excited about playing the football game that we all love. And Antonio Pierce has obviously got the squad. We'll see what happens against Miami. We'll talk about that. But <laughs> for now, Come on in, Raiders. Come on in, Club Dub. Max, you can show your tattoos off. Take off your shirts. Yeah. No, they've been playing. They have been playing much better. So, my yeah. guy, AOC, you know. AOC. AOC. I know who he is. He played at Purdue. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's the mustache <laughs> that gets it for you. So. Uh, it's stash. It's like my cousin has a stash like that. It's, uh, <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> I think we're rounding down here too. We only had three weeks of college left. I know college that. college three. football yeah. goes so fast, but then you got the bowls, right? It's yeah. like a month of bowls, but more of a cereal bowl kind of guy. Myself. Yeah, <laughs> me too. This morning. <laughs> so what do we got here? We got to get the big games. We uh, still continue big games in the in college football. Yeah, we've got the obviously the wrapping up the, the conference play. So okay. Utah is going to Arizona this week. Um, Georgia is going to Tennessee. Um, Kansas State at Kansas. Who mm-hmm. ever thought that'd be a big football matchup? But here we are. Yeah. Um, and then you have Washington so going Washington. to Oregon State, and Oregon State is actually favored in that game. Well, it's Corvallis. I heard. I heard the uh, at night, especially the team has only lost one game in three seasons or yeah, four seasons they, at home. Yeah. And when they play those night games at Corvallis, it's tough. Yeah, the Beavers are powered by the moon. I don't know if you knew that or not. So they're going to be really having a damn good time. I'll remember to say that on my next day. Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> <laughs> the power of bucktoothness is powered by the full moon. You had no idea. So Who knew? Uh, we did go 2-0 and last week. Nice work. Yeah, nice so work. shout out to us. We are 17-4-1 and on the awesome. year. That's awesome. That's making cash. Yeah, I can't believe it. We're here. I'm, I hope I'm your bankroll is getting big. Yeah, well, I'm just glad we're documenting it. That's all I have to yes. say. So if I can ever point it out, you know, I can be, hey, all my resume check out season six of the side action so um this week we're going to ride with texas okay so they're minus seven and a half they're going to iowa state Um, i really think they're in a a precarious position to where they can still win out and they can still get locked out so i think they really they have to put on a talent show essentially every week and i think a seven and a half if if they cannot beat iowa state by you know 14 or 17 i think their season's done so okay i think it's a nice ride yeah i think they're going to cover they're going to they're going to control line of scrimmage really i think really well and it's they can just run the ball it's Mm -hmm. not going to matter and then we're going to ride with penn state last time i checked uh, they're minus 20 and a half this week against Rutgers. They're not playing Ohio State or Michigan. So the top 10 team, forget about we, it. Yeah. Anybody else? Right. Yeah. No, we like Penn State when they're not playing <laughs> Ohio State or Michigan. So okay. no, Penn State is, uh, they, they'll bounce back. Yeah. It's it's a definitely a big number. I think it's actually a, a better value number. Obviously, the only good game Rutgers has played really this year that most of us know is the Ohio State game. So. Um, outside of that, I think Penn State's gonna be really upset. They're gonna, you know, they're gonna bounce back. This is gonna be a good spot for them. So okay, good, good. Yeah. I like it. Look for that defense to really lock Rutgers down. Yeah, Penn State's defense is pretty good. The offense, well, you know. All 
All right, well, let's go into the recap of week go. 10 uh, for the NFL. Um, I like how you tried it. We, we couldn't get you the information. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, no, that. that's okay. We just, splits, but that's, so is the value of our stats department. Exactly, the stats department. Too. Where were you last week? You know, eating frites. Waffles. Uh, <laughs> it's waffles. It's some waffles, chicken and waffles. But. Right, anyway, right, so right. the home road splits <laughs> this way. Home was eight. Uh, home teams were eight, like eight and six this week. Uh, now, this one kind of flipped over. The dogs came back. So the favorites were coming back for a couple weeks now. Man, the dogs hit back. They were five. Uh, they were really eight, five, and one uh, this week. So you know, I mean, what do you, what can you say? I mean, uh, who can predict this goddamn NFL? Exactly. That's, that's, that's the that's the uh, Zach Suter. He always sends me the poodle. <laughs> then he sends me like some sort of you know spaniel. And then he's sending like the big dog, you know, wolfing if you get something. But uh, and then the under the overs actually hit a little bit bigger than normal this week, eight and six. Those are kind of balancing out. But it seems week to week you can't tell it's going to be all favorites or all. Dogs and has been split. Spread came into effect a couple times because we obviously had a push as well, but still in the season it's only 12%, 1,850 games, who where the spread actually mattered if you didn't pick the right team anyway. So, well, you know, side action, you know, we were we were across the pond, you know, we're trying to communicate. We were, I didn't tell you this, so in action, what now happens is I send a text and you know, he, what, he usually listens to the pod, knows, knows my picks, then we talk on Saturday. This time, I just had to send him the picks. We were like dead opposite on every single pick. So it was kind of one of these things where like, oh shit, like, okay, we had we had the 49ers together. Oh, hey, hey, that came in by the way. They killed yeah. they killed the Jags 34-3. But every you other game. You texted me Jacksonville on your picks, by the way. What's that? I think you texted me Jacksonville on your picks last no, week. I yeah. didn't. No, I think you did. Absolutely not. Check check the I tape. I will be checking that. Check the tape. I'm checking it right now. But anyway, um, so then we just had to go down and you know, I originally had had Indy. Oh, San Fran minus three. Okay. Excuse good me. There we go. Let's let's throw the flag. Like no, I liked it because I was with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was, was good. You. But yeah, so we we differed like on New England, the Colts, and I was like, I think the Colts are gonna win. And now that one, we did have taken New England. I'm like, I can understand maybe Big Bill. I think you were, you know, Bill. They're gonna play for Bill. They didn't play for Bill. They tried to play for Bill. This is Mac Jones sucks, and that offense could not get a score. I mean, it was just painful to watch. It was like. 10 to 6. I mean, get in the end zone. Throw another pick, Mac Jones. And then they put in Zappy. He throws a game ending pick, so that was rough. No, no, no. He threw a fake spike <laughs> game ending pick. To no one, right? The, no, the four Colts and yeah, one, yeah, one yeah. Patriot. Yeah. Um, and then this game I was on. It was on Atlanta. I know you probably watched the game. The Falcons, you know, they're playing against Arizona. Okay, Kyler Murray. Come on, dude. Kyler Murray's not that good. What well, do you mean he's not that good? Who told you that? Everybody. Uh, he throws one of the best balls in the league. Man. Yeah, he throws when, he, it so when he, good. he can see over the line. It but, oh, come on. Come he's, on, dude. If he he played take, good. If he can take Arizona to the playoffs. He's a good quarterback. That, that franchise, was like three years ago. Yeah, but that franchise, exactly. I would argue they're even worse back then than what they are now from a no, personnel standpoint. Come on. Come on. Well, anyway, I was going to give him credit because he did play a very good game, especially yeah. scrambled more than I expected. The biggest play of the game, which ironically is very similar to last week <laughs> or the week before when Josh Dobbs made this, you know, third and 20 run and he yep. got the first down and Minnesota won the game. It was very similar. Third and 10. They've got him pinned back. He's running around like a crazy man. Did you see that? Sky the camera, yeah, the Bijan Robinson view, if you will. That's what people call it. Is it a Bijan Robinson? Yeah, because that was the first one that really. Uh, well, that, it was pretty amazing. So we got that done. But either way, the Falcons' defense can't get a cover. So I'm, I'm off the Falcons. I'm oh, lost three in a them, row. Quitting the Falcons. Yeah, them. for now I got to quit till they're getting you know weight. They're getting a lot of points. But so they didn't come through on us. Uh, he loved Dallas. That came through big. You know, your Tommy DeVito Giants didn't get it done. They lost forty-nine to seventeen. Don't play. Any, don't don't play against Dallas and Jerry World. Let's put it that way. They always cover at home. Uh, and then Seattle kind of failed us too. Friggin' Seahawks. Similar situation. Can you get a stop? You're up seven. You've got the cover. You can't stop them. You let the great Sam Howell, who is leading the league in passing, yeah. go down and score that game tying touchdown. And then of course they do get the game winning field goal. I don't give a shit. You're covered by you're going to be covered by six and a half, pal. And they have Bill Belichick next year. That team's gonna be really good. I'm telling you. <laughs> They're going to fire the oldest coach for the second oldest coach. Uh, is that what we're doing? Yeah, probably. <laughs> so anyway, so it was two and three. Uh, we are starting to, to fall down. We're twelve hundred. Yeah. We got to, you know, we got some weeks left, but we got to make up a lot of ground. Four and a half picks to get back in the money. We were so close a couple weeks ago. So. Better to be a has been than it never was. So. <laughs> 
So what about your picks? Uh, it looks like you did a little bit better. Now we pushed again. You know, okay. We can't stop you can't going get the two to, and two. I can't, yeah. You're I just, giving the big back. Yeah, You're well, the big. I, all my mojo's in college. It's all, yeah. That's what I'm going to go with. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. So, okay. <clears throat> no, the uh, the Saints, uh, Derek Carr obviously got hurt. Josh Dobbs is, I didn't think he was going to play this well. He's a legend. Was, yeah, so uh, smartest person maybe out in the league now that Ryan Fitzpatrick is gone. Yeah, for sure. So, well, yeah, I guess player. For sure, it's Josh yeah, he's a rocket sure. scientist or something. Uh, it just, I that was that was just. Well, know, they were they were they were pimp slapping that team, yeah. and then, and then James, they put Jameis yeah. in, and he got two touchdowns. Sure they had a chance. Yeah. Uh, that amazing across the oh, field touchdown. That was a that was an amazing. Like, he's the only person in the whole league that would throw that ball. Right obviously, too. he doesn't so, care. It's just wild. And then obviously, totally. the the Raiders game we covered. Yep. I think we talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was on the wrong side of. I, I went against my Buccaneers, and yeah, I know. Now, this is what happens when you leave me alone. You know, I, I make these decisions. So, yeah, I took I took Tennessee. I thought Will Evis would have a better game. He's me not, too. He's, yeah. yeah, it just seems like if DeAndre Hopkins is covered, then nobody else is open. So, I believe you said the fighting variables are not. They didn't fight too hard. Twenty yeah, to six. Yeah. No, I and it was. I figured it maybe a Derrick Henry sighting would, and it just no. I don't know what he's he's done. They're done. The I whole give team. Give it to Spears. I got him on some teams. I, I'm t- I think Vrabel's going to a different team. I just don't know which one's so? going to be. Get a little yeah, trade. We're going to find out. Maybe so. the New England. And then I took Cleveland. Well, good. Did so. you follow my advice? I was on my picks. I was all over yeah. it. And action would not go with me. And I understood why, because obviously, you know, everybody's like, the Ravens are this juggernaut, blah, blah, blah. And then they came out, 17-3. I'm like, you know what? I texted action. I'm like, look, I guess you were right on the, the Ravens. Good thing we stayed away. <laughs> and then, of course, the great, great comeback. They were down by 14 in the fourth quarter in one yeah. game. You know, the Ravens have trailed for like 28 minutes all season oh, and they're 7-3. and three. Well, they said that the other three teams that have had that scenario where they've only trailed by 28 minutes or 30 <laughs> minutes or less, they've all won the Super Bowl, but they also all started 10-0. Yeah. So they've lost three games in the fourth quarter because, you know, yeah. the great Minshew could to, get to come back on them too. Well, turn. I think it's... Turnovers, I think, yes. have really plagued them, especially in the fourth quarter. Well, so. and I'll say this about Lamar. In the big plays. I do love Lamar. I think he's a great talent, and I do have him for MVP, you know, future. But when you make that guy pass the ball, you've got to pass the ball, Lamar. You've got to get us, you know, 70 yards. He usually screws it up, unfortunately. I don't, I don't think it's that. even been him throwing picks. It's been him more fumbling the ball in the yeah. pocket, honestly. He I don't does. think that – I think for him as a passer, he's been actually been playing really sure, well. Sure, sure. I guess it's just more Almost him. a tip ball or something, yeah. too. I mean, yeah, it's – but if, from where he started, from where he is now, I think is completely night and day. Oh yeah, I yeah. Think forget that pretty. No, much. I just want him to be, you know, like he could be the guy. I mean, if he wins it all this year, then it changes the conversation. Right, right. that's fair. Um, but but we'll see. So big game tonight for them, though. Huge them game, huge game. And then um, so we go into the preview for this week. We just already mentioned Deshaun Watson broken shoulder. They won't, they're going with Dorian Thompson Robinson instead oh, yeah. of PJ. So oh, yeah. what do you think about that? Um, I I think if anything it's it's an insurance policy. They're obviously not gonna keep PJ Walker mm-hmm. and if they're gonna talk themselves into saying that DTR was not prepared just because he only had ninety minutes. So I think if anything they're trying to figure out what they have behind Deshaun Watson. So sure. they kinda know what they have in PJ Walker. So they must well find out what they have in DTR if they see a little bit of something. They obviously see something in practice. He he had splashes in the preseason, he so did. Uh, and plus, they got to try to figure out when you get a Deshaun's contract because it's not very good proven track record for him to come back from shoulder surgery and just be 100% yeah, again. Yeah, hey, just, just get out Everything's going to go right back to normal. <laughs> so I highly doubt that's going to happen. So if anything, this is – I think this is them starting their quarterback sur- their surge. Yeah, what they said uh, this week is that, first of all, when, when he got – when he started this game, DTR started the last game you know, against the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? Is that right? The Ravens. Oh, the Ravens, Ravens. Yeah. So in this situation – he actually had like you know like you said like ninety minutes prepared like hey by the way you're playing yeah like a Justin Herbert situation shit what yeah. the hell uh, that sucks um, but I want to remind you and, and the listeners out there they did have Josh Dobbs before the season yeah no kidding right <laughs> they had him on the let's keep B J Walker he's better than Dobbs yeah. yikes I mean what would that have been he'd be in the Super Bowl <laughs> um, well just... they were talking about Ryan Tannehill too they were talking mm-hmm. about and he was asking for his release and they were totally. talking. They were talking about even Mac Jones, like Mac Jones, Ooh. like they since they're gonna sit around and play Zappy, where they should just cut Mac Jones and Mac Jones should sign with Cleveland. Yeah. I don't know about that. Uh, I think that Maybe I think better. Mac Jones and Cleveland would be. Well, already. let's see how he plays tonight. You know, or Cleveland. Or I'm sorry, he plays. I'm sorry, Sunday, playing, uh, yeah. Pittsburgh. Let's see how he plays this Sunday. I you know, give him. I don't know. Mac Jones plays. Uh, Justin Fields is starting this week. Yeah. Uh, against Detroit, that's moved the line. We'll talk about that a little more later. So they, you know, we had that. 
we had the badge and era. You know, the badge and era is over. <laughs> yeah. But he, he, yeah, he did okay, two and two. Uh, we forgot to mention earlier too. It probably should have been in you know the shed. The shed. Ken Dorsey fired from Buffalo, the offensive coordinator there. You know what I always remember Ken Dorsey of besides him playing for the Hurricanes back in the day was I think it was last year when they were playing the Dolphins, wasn't it? When he was like caught in the booth, like oh, slamming. Yeah. Out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love the fire, but but maybe that's not the right guy to have at the helm of an offense that once was good. Um, I just think they don't run the ball enough. So Joe Brady takes over the guy who used to, you know, call plays for at LSU for Joe Burrow and stuff, and he didn't do so great with Carolina. But maybe he's just gonna let, you know, hey, just run the ball every time, Josh Allen, <laughs> because that's their only offense. Uh, I totally forgot that Ken Dorsey was calling special teams plays. So, because I think the only reason why he lost his job is because there was twelve men on the field, oh, and God. they. Because yeah. if you got to think, if he doesn't miss that field goal, that's true. They don't make that. If they, if the Bills win that game, Ken Dorsey probably still has his job right. That's now. probably true. Probably so, true. I mean, just the amazing butterfly effect that's happened in that game, the twenty-four hours. Yeah, I feel like it's yeah. incredible. So. Yeah, that's true. Twelve men on the field, they got the field. I mean, yeah. they still didn't. Co- they wouldn't have covered the game. We know great teams cover, but right. yes, they should have probably won the game. But the but it just it's interesting. They lost Leslie Frazier. Now they're losing Ken Dorsey. Do we have a do we have a shit show happening in Buffalo right now? I that's think what so. I would, that's I think what I'd so. be wondering. It's uh, Trayvon Diggs, brother of <laughs> Stefan was even on Twitter. Like yeah, he, like would, he needs to get out of here. Like you know, saying Diggs wants to go to the Cowboys, which they could use him, but big price tag. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> not right now. No way. So I only noted some big injuries, especially tonight. You know, T Higgins is not going to play. Trey Anderson is going to play. Scratch Sam out questionable. Hubbard. Sam Hubbard is not going to play. So we'll talk about how that affects the handicap. And then Matthew Stafford is Stanley? supposed to start. Ro- or Stanley for left tackle. Ronnie? Yeah, Ron Ronnie Stanley. Stanley. Was yeah. he playing? I'm, I'm not sure. I know check. he was questionable. Was he questionable? Ahead. Check. Our staff department will check into that. But Matthew Stafford is on track to play for the Rams versus Seattle. That's moved the line too. Um, those are only the major injuries that I saw out there. I'm sure there's some that I'm missing out. So uh, Marlon Humphrey is also doubtful. Hmm. Uh, actually, he's ruled uh, Marvin or yeah, Marlon Humphrey Ryan is Stanley's ruled out, out. and uh, yeah, Marlon Humphrey is still doubtful. Gotcha. That was as of a day. Well, you know, I mean, I just well, we'll talk about that. Let's go. Hey, nice transition. Yeah. So we've got tonight. We got uh, if you're listening live and you know commenting soon, we've got the <laughs> Bengals, <laughs> Bengals at uh, the Ravens, uh, three and a half point favorites for uh, Ravens at home, forty six and a half point total. It does feel like the Ravens have been home like. Every game the last few weeks. They're in, yeah, they're right in the middle of three game home stretch. Well, because they they traveled the most out of anybody in the first nine games. And they also of the went season. to London. Yeah, you know. So okay, so Cincinnati, uh, you know, three and a half on the road. It's almost like a must win. You know, let's, let's do the let's do the dumb Is this a must win or can't lose? You know, but but really, I mean, at this point, you're five and four, right? I think the, the Bengals are five and four. The yep. uh, Ravens are seven and three, sitting. Not pretty, but they've been in this position the last few years where they've been leading the division and lose out in the end. I just think the Bengals have to win this football game. I mean, they they could theoretically lose it and still make it, but I mean, this would be another loss in the division. That's why I'm I'm taking the points, bro. Three and a half. I mean, I know that traditionally the Bengals play terrible in primetime. I've heard that they've won one one game in the last whatever. No, that's not true. They've won the last six in primetime with Joey B at the helm. Are you in in division? I don't know about in division, but a primetime, they're 6-0 in the last primetime. All I know is I've heard these stats. Maybe it's against Baltimore. Okay. I was going to say, Baltimore's been like the Cincinnati killer. Yeah, they are. I mean, Lamar's 3-1 against Joe. But I just, I don't know. In terms of motivational edge, the Bengals have it. But I do think Baltimore's a better football team. But 3.5? Bad number. Yeah. As soon as I saw points. that, as soon as I saw that, I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do the Jimmy Wings method here. I'm taking the hook, baby. I'm playing take the hook. hook yeah. baby. Take it. So I, I, I'm with you. I would take the Bengals at plus mm-hmm. three and a half. I, man, I'm so torn on this game because I feel like I, I definitely think this is this is definitely gonna be an under game. Like this yeah. smells like an under. There's no T Higgins. Everybody thinks that the, the offense are gonna have a good day though because there's so right. many injuries on the defenses. But I, I think this is gonna be a defensive battle. Yeah. I think this is gonna be your. 17 16 game. Yeah, that's what I want. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hunt, hammer that, uh, that under. Boom, you know, I'm, usually, I'm usually a big advocate of the over. I, I like room for points. Well, but, it went uh, from 43 and a half to 46 and a half pretty quick. So people bet the over quickly, yeah. but now it's at a point where maybe. I would definitely take that under right now, though. But well, yeah, it's just, been so many straight uh, unders on primetime. It's yes, kind of ridiculous. I think what they say, it's like 24 and 5 this year Something on primetime. Like so, yeah. but no, I'm with you. I think this is a. I can't lose to the Bengals, but. 
yeah, to have three. Because even if they if they lose this game and then win, they, they the best case scenario is they could split in divisions. So mm. all those tiebreakers that they'd be in there for the playoffs, it wouldn't matter. Yeah. So to, to your point, I think this is a must win for Cincy. Take for sure. Take the hook, baby. I mean, Cincinnati's the happiest of all people that that uh, Sean Watson got hurt. Yeah. Like, thank God. I'm right. Right. And right. the Jets too. I'm sure the Jets were oh, really yeah. excited to hear about that. The Jets. Yeah, oh, the Jets. My Jets. Eh, whatever. Okay, let's go to another game. This is there's no fancy games in London or Germany anymore, uh, which was fine. So we've got Dallas at Carolina. Um, so ten and a half point favorites. That's incorrectly placed, by the way. It should be plus ten and a half because it's a, a road team. Thanks, thanks, job, good job, Jimmy Wax. Um, anyway, so Dallas is ten and a half point favorites on the road, and so they're forty two point total, pretty low total. I love Dallas at home. You know that. <laughs> I love that at home. Ten and a half. I mean, Carolina sucks. We all know this. But, I don't know if you heard, Frank Reich's calling plays again. That's not going to matter. But, Carolina's defense isn't that bad. Ten and a half points? I'm staying away from this, bro. Big stay away spot. Originally, I had Dallas as one of my top five. But I just feel like this is a total trappish game. They, they should be able to cover this number easily. If it was inside the ten, maybe I consider it. But the back door, you know, we love the back door being wide yeah, open. That's fair. But um, I can't do it. I can't do it with Dallas, and there's no way I'm gonna actually put this on a contest pick with Carolina. So stay away, Jimmy Wegg. Stay away. Yeah, it's. I'm with you. I don't like the number either. That, mm-hmm. It's that damn hook. It's always yeah. that damn. You know, the first one we love it. And this one we hate it. So mm-hmm. it's sometimes it's hard to quit that hook. But I, I would take it. I would. I would. I would take Dallas, or I'd ride with okay. the favorite. So mm-hmm. they're going on the road. Dallas. Or I guess Dak has been playing probably. What next to CJ Stroud, the best? Yeah, last couple games. Yeah, sure. best couple, last couple games, mm-hmm. the best at the quarterback position. So they're eventually going to get back to maybe running the football. Probably not, just because they only have Tony Pollard and Zeke is. You give it to Dowdle, man. Five thousand yards. You can't get in from the one. To do, uh, you know, overdue. So uh, we had a Brandon Cook sighting, which we I did. think will help uh, down the road for Dallas. I still think they're going to fall apart in the first or second round of the playoffs, like sure. they normally do. Uh, but I know I think they. I, I think they could take care of business okay. here in Carolina. I would I would feel comfy with it. I'm sure the, the defense will overwhelm Bryce Young too. So yeah. and Carolina's got nothing to play for. They only have their own pick. So that's true. That's sad. We'll see. Yeah, Bryce Young. All right, Bryce here's well, back to the, what we just discussed before. Pittsburgh at Cleveland. This this number's interesting. So it started obviously Cleveland was a four point favorite, which I thought, oh, that's way too much. Divisional game. Now it's dropped down to one right now in the market. Circa's got it at a pick for a contest. So uh, 33 point total, which is you know rock bottom total, which is you know we all know that these games are tough, but that's a really low low number. Uh, I gotta go with uh, Cleveland here, man. They don't I, think I know they're so gonna. They don't think there's gonna be five touchdowns in this game. Oh my god, that's I know. insane. Well, well, I mean, give me a break. It could, they could get there with field goals. I mean, but I, I like Cleveland at that number. I know that some people are like, oh, that's there's no way, there's no way. Cleveland's defense is legit. You got to remember that this, Cleveland actually lost this game at Pittsburgh because whatever it was like a two defensive scores and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. DTR obviously is going to have to play well in this game, but if he kind of protects the ball, I think Cleveland get it done. I mean, just so if you give me a pick at home, these teams are not even, even with the crappy quarterback play by Cleveland. Kenny Pickett, sorry buddy, you know I, I was on you early. Yeah. Go on, buddy. So I'm on Cleveland. Now this one's tough, just because the Steelers have began to run the ball a lot better. Mm-hmm. They put uh, Broderick Jones in. I don't remember our story time oh. a couple weeks ago from when the the Patriots traded that pick, so the Jets could you know draft him. He's right. been a huge asset to the Steelers' running game. They've they've I think they had 200 yards. Or I think they had over well, 200 they're start, yards. They're starting to give week. the ball to the other guy. So, yeah, they're trying no to get Jalen Warren involved. Jalen so, Warren had a nice game. Um, yeah, I, this one's tough because I, I think line of scrimmage play definitely leans the Browns' way because the Browns sure. have still been able to run the football all year. I mean, you saw oh, yeah. against the 49ers, they controlled the whole line of scrimmage. Yeah. So I think from that standpoint, I would go with you. I think I'm with Cleveland. Uh, I would take the over just because yeah, how on. can you not? It's 33. 33. Yeah, come on. Like, what, what kind of joke is this, right? Like, these are professional athletes here that we're talking <laughs> and They can't get the ball in the end zone. These are not the Iowa Hawkeyes, okay? Right? Like, this is not Michigan State or Northwestern <laughs> at Iowa in Wrigley oh, Field. So, this, I think this is going to be a little bit better. Um, I definitely take the over. I'm with you on Cleveland. And this is starting to get really weird because it's two for two that we're agreeing on. So. I know. This is weird. Yeah, this is bad Mind podcasting. Melt. Don't worry. It'll, it'll change. <laughs> it's going to change. Okay, so here we go. The Bears are going to Detroit. Uh, we mentioned Justin Fields is back. Welcome back. Uh, right now, the market says seven and a half. Circa's got it at eight. This number was much higher, though. It was up around nine points. Now, maybe that was with the Badgett news. So, so then they 
lowered it really quickly. The market just jumped all over with fields. 47.5 point total. I do think it's too big of a move. Uh, and I know that fields had a great game against them last year in Detroit. And Detroit didn't play well last week uh, defensively. But this team definitely outclasses the Bears. Even though they've been playing pretty good against the run. I will say that. Good job, Bears. Seven and a half points at home. I, I don't... Something doesn't compute here. So either, you know, somebody knows something's going on with Jared Goff and his wife or girlfriend, whoever he's got, and you know they, they got some some dirty pictures on him or something. I'm I'm laying the wood here, seven and a half with Detroit. Really? Or eight eight in the contest. Wow. Mm-hmm. I love the Bears this week. Really? Yeah, I do. I think a mobile quarterback is really going to give okay. Detroit fits. Okay. Um, I think obviously I still think I think Detroit is a good team, but they mm-hmm. are suspect to. Good quarterback play. Okay. So I think if if they can, hopefully Justin Fields learned a little bit from Badgett and just letting the ball rip instead of sitting and holding it forever. So we're gonna definitely find out that way. But I think the the athleticism of Justin Fields is gonna. I don't know if the Bears the Bears probably aren't gonna win, but they're definitely gonna cover here. I think I could see this as a three or four point game. Okay. Uh, and you see you saw them step up and play well against the Saints. If they don't turn the ball over five times, they probably beat the Saints. Honestly, yeah, so you know, the Saints are pretty good. The Saints aren't obviously the Detroit Lions, but the, we could both probably agree that the roster of the Saints is way better than this, the roster of. Chicago, Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So for sure, for that game to be that close, I feel like it was definitely yeah, more yeah, self-inflicted. Yeah. So I can definitely see the Bears, the Bears covering here. I like them this week with Fields coming back. Okay. They got a little more juice. They have reasons to win. I mean, uh, Eberflus is coaching for his job. So. Yeah, I mean he has been, but yes. Yeah. Yes. So I think they still have they still have motivation to win. They still have Carolina's pick. So either okay. way, that there's yeah they want to win the building. They're not packing it in yet. What about the total? Ah, uh, see, I knew you were going to ask me that. I, <laughs> I would take the over here. Like yeah. you, to your point, Chicago has been really good against the run lately. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if they, I don't know if anybody runs the ball better than Detroit in the whole yeah, league. Maybe, maybe good. Baltimore, maybe is the other team. But yeah, yeah I, I would definitely take. I would take the over. Obviously, like to your point, golf's a better quarterback. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like the over too. <laughs> I wasn't setting you up. I believe that. <laughs> All right, let's go Chargers at Green Bay. Uh, the Chargers are a three-point favorite on the road, 44-point total. I know this is weird. I've hated the Chargers all year, and uh, somehow Brandon Staley keeps his job every week. But, I mean, Herbert Her had a great game last week. Finally, you know, big five-touchdown game. He was amazing uh, against Detroit. Green Bay just can't score, man. I, I, I don't understand this team. Like, they don't score in the first half. They, they do keep games close. They have decent defense. And it's weird for me to say this, but I want I think the Chargers are going to, you know, lay this number. My, they're, they're gonna, I, I would lay the three at Green Bay with the Chargers. They're, they're better than this Green Bay team. Wow. Well, I felt really comfortable with the Chargers until you said that. <laughs> you, you never like the Chargers? That's what I know, I'm like, oh, I like give them. me all the Chargers. I'm I'll flipping take back. Yeah, that's like, if you don't like them, I'll take, I'll take more of the Chargers. So, I mean, I love, traditionally, um, I love the unis. I love the team. But yeah. you know. <laughs> No, I'm with you. It's such a quarterback mismatch. Yes. Um, and Green Bay's defense has not been as good as we all thought it could be. So, right. uh, I, and obviously, I think, you know, Alec, or Austin Eckler is going to have a good game. I think they've got to control the line of scrimmage pretty well. Uh, now I'm with you. And I think the Chargers have to win to keep up because this is a big week for the Chiefs, which we'll get into here shortly. But yeah. uh, this could be a, a week for them to gain a week, uh, gain a game back, if you will, in the standing. So, and I mean, don't look now, but the Broncos. So, uh, yeah, I think they got to, I think they're focused. I think Brandon Staley is still coaching for his job. So sure, he's got sure. to definitely keep keep the ship afloat, if you will. Yeah, I mean, that's the only factor. Do I trust, how, how much do I trust Brandon <laughs> Staley? The guy stinks, but. I just, I just think that they're starting to get healthy now, and, and the talent is finally starting to show a little bit. So that's my take. We'll see. It's on my top five. I know it's weird. Brandon Staley. Uh, okay, so let's go with you know America's darling, the Houston Texans. They're hosting Arizona. They're your Kyler Murray-led Cardinals. Uh, they're in the market. It's it's five minus five for Houston at home. Four and a half at Circa. So they're, they're kind of doing some anticipatory stuff here. The uh, total is forty-nine. Money's coming in on Houston, uh, but I'm, I guess Circa's anticipating a buyback, which I kind of would too. Five is just a weird number. I was all over Houston initially. I was like, oh yeah, four. Yeah, goes up to five. I'm like, uh, what's the difference? Not that much, actually, as we know. But there's something just doesn't smell right with this game. I look at the betting splits. 51% of the money is on Houston, which is right down the middle. And like 54% of the tickets is on Arizona. So I understand everybody's getting roped in with what Murray did last week, but I think it's more the play, even though Houston's been great at home, they've been one of the really good home teams like Texas or like Dallas, 
I just worry about it. At one point, they're going to play like shit. It's going to happen. And I just feel like it's this game. So five points, they're going to win this game. I'm almost positive. But I can't lay it. So I, I pull it off the card. Pull it off the card. I'm staying away again. I'm really tired of your Kyler Murray slander. And it just started already. <laughs> <laughs> just this. Man. This so, good, okay. This is, so he Kyler is Murray's... a top 10 quarterback in this league. Mm. Really? He absolutely is a top ten quarterback. Okay. He throws the prettiest ball in the league. The dude, when he knows the play, the dude he doesn't was, watch the film. The dude was drafted in the MLB draft as well. Like the dude's got a cannon and he can throw the ball. Is this anywhere. a Call of Duty game? No, but still, it doesn't take away any of his talent just because right. he enjoys. But this is my favorite play of the week. I like Arizona money line. Okay, I think this. I think See? they go into Houston. I think they I'm win. Not against you in this actually. Um, I think again. I think Kyler Murray has a reason. I think taking the game away from somebody, and he probably mm. talks about this too. I think take, gives him perspective. So I think, yeah, all that crap you heard about before about not taking it, maybe not taking it serious or not watching the film. Mm-hmm. You know, if you take that away, I think maybe you, you, you come back with a different perspective and approaching sure. it differently. So and I think you saw in his play last week, he came back and he looked like he hadn't really missed a beat. He probably okay. had a couple throws that weren't Kyler, you know, as well as he'd like, but. Uh, for him to not play basically for 12 months, he looks pretty decent. So I think he's only going to get better the more he plays. So um, it's a play on Arizona, not necessarily so against Houston. I think Arizona is going to be one of the most undervalued teams in, okay. the, in, in, in the market moving forward. Ooh. So I think as you as we're starting to punt on them, okay. I think as they get Kyler back, we can start to buy back in a little bit more, okay. for, especially for those backdoor covers and stuff like that. So love the backdoor cover. Yeah, but I, lo- I love Arizona this week. James okay. Connor, I think, is going to have a good that week. He helps yeah. a lot. I think, again, with their RPO game, they have one of the best run pass. RPO games mm-hmm. in the league with those two. And with so. him out of the lineup, Connor, uh, they definitely weren't as effective with Dobbs. And then yeah. when he, he came back, and then of course Kyler got the benefit. But I'm not I don't think you're wrong. That's why I it was like Houston or pass for me here, because I was I felt something weird. Obviously a lot of people feel like you do. <laughs> we'll see. I still don't think Arizona's roster is very good besides those players. So but we'll see. Let's let it play out. You take Arizona, no problem. I'm just gonna watch my bar. Mm. Uh, how about, can I interest you in a, in a Titans-Jags game? Oh, man. Now, I want to say something weird about the Jags. They can't win at home. What the hell is the matter with this team? No, really. They've lost like three games at home already, or maybe four. Yeah. They're undefeated and, in London, though. They're 2-0 in their real home. <laughs> that's right. They're real home. <clears throat> uh, Jaguars. Um, so, they're seven-point favorites at home, 40-point total. Again, another low total here. Oh, man. I was going to take this game, too, but it's like divisional rival, you know, the fighting variables. I do think that the Will Levis situation isn't great. I think he's just starting to, you know, hit some speed bumps, so to speak. So it would be Jags or pass for me, but I'm, they didn't make the top, even the top seven picks for me in this game. So I would, t- I would lean Jags, but I'm not going to put some money on the line in this one. And I would probably go over this total of 40. Yeah, the, the analytics tell us that home dog of what seven or no, I guess the Titans on the road here. So right. you, yeah, the, the analytics would tell us to take the Jaguars. Yeah, so, of course. Uh, I'm with you. I think it's a bounce back spot. They got embarrassed last week. Totally. I don't think Tennessee has any motivation to win. To say uh, they're not even using Derrick Henry. He looks like a shell of himself. They got to put back the Oilers' dreams. <clears throat> I don't know. What, I don't know what. <laughs> Apparently, right? it's the only time DeAndre Hopkins can get open. So. <laughs> Maybe color. But no, I think Jacksonville's the play here. They're, mm-hmm. I mean, I think their defense got embarrassed. They're going to have something to prove. They got to play better. Um, and yeah, like to your point, they they haven't won one at home yet. They have to win with the pool, right? They have to. You got to have the pool. Yeah. Got to jump in. Yeah, the stadium swim. So, uh, no, I'm with you. I would play Jaguars this week. Even it's a, obviously it's not the greatest number at seven, but mm-hmm. I would tease it up to ten and feel pretty comfy with it. Even oh wow! Well, yeah. I'll buy it. Get some more yeah. money in there. So, but if Zay Jones comes back this week, I doesn't love he him. like get, get some charges against him or I'm something? Not, I'm not real sure what's going on with him. <laughs> <laughs> I keep trying to read about it on Twitter, and I can't really find anything credible. Yeah, so that's all right. But he he is a big difference maker. So I guess in the meantime, if it's not Zay Jones, it's got to be Evan Ingram. Okay. All right, well, let's go. This is your squad. Uh, the Raiders go into Miami here. 13.5-point favorites at home for Miami, 46.5-point total. Um, I'm not sure how high this is going to go. It started off around 11, I think, as the opener, and now it's off to 13.5. I can't go that high with Miami. I actually would pick the Raiders. Uh, they were in the top seven picks for me just because it's too many points, even though we know Miami is the bullies of the AFC, like the house of the NFC. They usually pummel people, especially coming out of the bye here. But... Ah, something about these Raiders. I, it's just too many friggin' points. I think they're going to win the game, but, I mean, Miami is not going to just destroy them. Since if it was like the Bills or something, they'd be running up on them. I don't think they'll run up on the Raiders. So, it's just kind of a, you know, eh, home game for me. No <laughs> just a, okay. That's fair. <laughs> just a meh. Yeah. A meh game. Yeah. I, know uh, you're on, I know you're on the fence here. 
Oh yeah, I think I think right now Miami is probably the most undervalued team outside of, of Arizona. Yeah, outside. Well, no, well, I'm just saying for the team that's actually going to maybe make a playoff oh, I see, run. I, see, I, see. I think right now is wait, if you're going to buy a future on Miami right now is the time. So their I mean, defense this is, is a only 500 gonna, team they're playing here. Yeah, their defense their defense is only going to get better though coming mm-hmm. out of the buy. They didn't play very well in the first you know seven eight weeks of the yeah. season. They're probably only going to get better. At, we all know Vic Vic Fangio yeah. coach. He can't. Um, and I know we've been talking about that all season. It's going to happen eventually. It has to happen, right? Otherwise, what's the point? Otherwise, it's going to look really different next mm-hmm. year. That's all I have to say. But, uh, no, I like I like Miami this week. I like the over. I think Miami might be able to get the over by themselves. So Oh, oh sure. Coming out of uh, coming out of the bye, I would I would, I would take the Finns here. I don't like the 13-and-a-half. I like the better at 11, but I think it's probably a 14-17 point game for sure. I don't. Okay. I just don't see how the – the Raiders' offense. Can no, I think AOC is going to struggle on the road in this one for yeah. sure. Uh, and not even just Fangio, just you know, first start, big start on the road. It's going to be tough. It's just whether Miami will uh, take advantage. The, you know, Raiders' defense has been decent. They haven't really been blown out all season. So no, that's fair. Keep it kind of close, but yeah, I got it. All right, here we go. How about the Giants and Washington, a storied rivalry that <laughs> is kind of crappy this year. So it currently in the market is nine uh, for Washington at home, nine point favorites, eight and a half in circus. They expect some buyback. In on the Giants, 37-point total on their low total. I'm on the Giants, dude. I know it's weird to say this out loud. I said it. I said it. It's not has nothing to do with Tommy DeVito, who we, we know sucks. I just think Washington isn't that good. I think that they are better when they are expected not to win. They usually – Sam Howell plays great on the road when they're supposed to get you know beat by seven points or something. But at home, when they're supposed to cover, they just don't play well. So too many points here, even though it's Tommy DeVito – this isn't as big of a number as Dallas was laying, but and obviously they took took care of business. But I don't know. I like the eight and a half, so I'll take the eight and a half. I'll, thank you for taking the eight and a half for the Giants. This is my stay away game. Yeah, yeah, that's good all, idea. That's all I gotta say. Stinky. I'm. I'm Smells. Uh, I'm pleading the fifth. I'm it's like that the, guy in the train last night. I'm, I was riding home. I'm taking the that Robert Sala road on this one. I'm pleading the fifth. <laughs> But no, I just I think that number's like right at where I would take Washington, but it's like yeah. that's that eight and a half or nine, like nine's right at the number. If you can get it at seven, I would take Washington. If you get it at ten, I'd take the Giants. So, yeah. what happened to Tyrod Taylor? Do we know? Uh, Why isn't he he's, he's hurt. Tommy DeVito lives at home with his parents. I, I know he does. does. Yeah, I know like, he does. He's talking about his mom still doing his laundry and stuff. Like when they I know. quoted him on well, Sunday Night were... Football or something. I was like, why would they? Why would he think it was okay like to say he this? He probably should have said that out in public. Right. Like, why wouldn't he talk about anything else other than what he? His home I mean, he probably gets some good home cooking. Yeah. I mean, that's that's great. Mama DeVito is probably a lovely woman. You know, nothing bad to say about Mrs. DeVito whatsoever, but why in the world would he talk about that? He should have said that. Yeah. He's going to be hearing that at the, at like when he's calling it, man, 666. Yeah. Hey, is your laundry yeah. done at home? Yeah, how's DeVito? the cookies from your mom? Yeah, exactly. So, and I'm sure she mom, makes great meatloaf, cookies. Yeah. meatloaf. That would be really funny if they changed one of his calls. Meatloaf, meatloaf, mama's meatloaf. And then he you know, hands it well, off. She's Italian. There's no way she makes meatloaf. She's well, she makes meatballs. Money. Yeah, meatballs. Meatballs. Or... Mama's meatballs, right? Uh, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> we'll stay away Roulage, from that maybe, game. Yeah, yeah. No, it's gonna be that. That's gonna be a real barn burn. I would definitely take the over though, because why not? Thirty-seven, so low. The Giants' defense is so bad. Though. Yeah, they're bad. So is Washington's. Yeah. They're bad. They're bad. All right. Yeah. So Tampa at San Francisco. This is in the afternoon window. This should be. Hmm. I don't know what to say about these games this week. Eleven and a half point favorite for San Francisco. Forty-one and a half point total. We saw the power of the Niners come back. Not that I'm that excited about it because I didn't bet them, but they're a really good football team when they're healthy. When they got Debo back in, diverse lineup. Obviously, Trent Williams playing is critical. We've talked about that already. They've got a back. Can Tampa keep anywhere near 11.5 on the road? The answer is no, right? Yeah, no. Not at all. <laughs> it's a super low total, too. 41.5. That basically means they, they expect Tampa to score like 10 points. Yeah, that's what I was like. Can Tampa score more than 14? Is right, still what they're right, asking. Right. But no, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with San Fran. I think Trent Williams coming back. They're going to be able to run the ball uh, against Tampa, which I, most people don't. But I think, obviously, this is the team that can go in and move sure. them. Um, and it's I think San Francisco's got to keep the role. Because Seattle's on their hips, you know, and they've got to try to catch the Eagles maybe for home field advantage. So Bigger. Yeah, they're they're rolling. I think Brock Purdy's been a little disrespected, so I think he's going to play well. And, and they're yeah, he played roll. good last week. So, now I'm with you on the San Fran train. Okay. How about the Jets and Bills? Bills are at home again. Seven-point favorites at home, 40-point total. Uh, I'm going to, full disclosure, was totally on the Jets in this game, plus seven, because the Bills are imploding. But, of course, obviously getting rid of Ken Dorsey, what does that mean? 
is there such a thing as a dead cat bounce for an offensive coordinator? It hasn't really worked in some places, but I just think the Bills will play a little better this week. Even though the Jets have a they somehow have a matchup advantage against this team. Every this time is, they play them, they really slow them down. Yeah. But they stick with goddamn fucking Zach Wilson. We were both talking about taking the Jets last week. And I was like, I don't know, dude. You can't do it. You can't do it. I mean, it's not about the Raiders. It's not about who they play. They've scored, what, one touchdown since Zach Wilson has taken over. Like, one. They've 25 field goals or something. And one yeah. goddamn screen pass to – sorry to get upset, America. Nothing makes me more uncomfortable than putting money on Zach Wilson. <laughs> exactly. Know, yeah. You can't do it. Yeah. And that's yeah. What, exactly what I told him last week. I'm like, I understand your comment about the Jets. Zach Wilson's still quarterback. Yeah. Put anybody in there. I mean, Matt Barkley, not good. He's probably put, put better. Tommy DeVito's mom back Tommy there, De- for God's sake. <laughs> she makes great cookies. Set, huh? Yeah, like, God, I'd rather have her than Mama's meatballs. Mama's meatballs. Yeah, but anyway, let's <laughs> stay away from this game. Let's, I'm sure you're on the Bills here. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is the uh, – I would take the Bills. They have to win this game. They have to win. If they don't win, they're going to be, what, Will they fire McDermott right away? Well, they'll be, what, two games or three games out of the AFC East. Oh, they'll be yeah. two games back. Yeah. The, yeah. So, they're basically, the, the game with Miami would basically be a wash at mm-hmm. that point. So mm-hmm. – yeah, they have to win. Uh, I don't know. Man, that's such a tough number seven because the Jets' defense is definitely going to show They're salty. Play. They're oh, gonna, they love playing Bob. Yeah, and they love playing Josh Allen. They so. do. He gives the ball up. Yeah, he, they, they he, and he yeah. lost that game last week. It's yeah. like, and I love Josh Allen. Like I told you when he came in the league, I'm like, oh, I love this guy. You know, big arm guy, Wyoming dude, whatever, blah blah blah. Gunslinger. And since Dable left, he just turns the ball over left and right. He just yeah. can't do it. He plays hero ball. Outside of the 13 seconds game, this is probably yes. the most pressure Buffalo has faced since mm. that moment in time. So, so it's a must This win. is going to be a huge game for Buffalo. Yeah. Like the building is going to – I almost feel like it's going to be like a tension in the building. Mm. It's not going to be like the excitement's going to go, right. shit, what's going to happen this week? So that's never a good thing either. Yeah. Okay. Well, you lay the points. It's going to be like at a distance. Safe yeah, distance you're going to hang out in the parking lot. And, watch, and watch when they finally – like they knock Zach, Zach Wilson out of the game. They bring in Matt Barkley and he takes him in the game. Yeah, like exactly. They win by 14. Yeah, it would be ridiculous. amazing. Um, okay. So let's talk about Seattle and the Rams. This is an interesting oh, game in the NFC West. I mean – uh, again, Circa has Seattle as a half. I'm sorry, a one point favorite, but in the market right now, it's a half point favorite. This is down. It was you know it was up about two and a half and dropped when they talked about Stafford. So it's a pretty big move with Stafford. Forty six and a half point total. We talked about how Rippon played. You know, we were, we were confident in Rippon a couple weeks ago. He played like shit. So obviously, he's got the good receivers there when Stafford comes back. And the Rams beat Seattle before up in uh, up in Seattle, if I'm not mistaken. Week so, one. Yeah. So I mean. It seems to be there's a lean to the Rams here. Uh, I, I will tell you that, and sorry, Ridgeway, which I texted her, it was like 2 o'clock in the morning, Belgium time, and I was like, fuck your socks, because like, you know, they move them cover again. They can't cover the games. They, they, they barely beat Cleveland. They covered that game. It was yeah. very late. So I definitely, them covering, it's not a big number, but some Rams are past here. They're not in my top five, but they're Rams are past. I love the Rams this week. They're healthy. So they got the right tackle back. They have Stafford back. They have a full complementary of weapons. I, I like the Rams here. This yeah. is one of my favorite plays of the week. This one made the the, the, this beaver, the special. This yeah, the this, beaver the special. The beaver. This is the, the beaver dam pick of the week for those of you that follow us on the, the beaver basis. dam's exploding. <laughs> yeah, the beaver nation pick of the week. So no, I like I like the Rams here. Um, their defense is suspect, but man, Geno's just turned like to your point. Geno just keeps turning the damn ball over. They, I feel like they it's would the be better if they turned if they just turn and hand the ball off thirty times a game and made Geno only throw a twenty to twenty five. Yeah, and so, I think that they also just their defense doesn't hold up in the fourth quarter. I don't know if they're undersized, and you yeah. always talk about that with Carolina, but they just get beat up in the fourth quarter every time. Yeah, and so I, I love the Rams this week, and to that point, you should probably go with the Seahawks. So <laughs> we'll see. The Beaver Nation. <laughs> Um, so let's go to the night games. We've got Sunday night game, Minnesota at Denver. Again, probably a more murky game, although Denver's played themselves back into somewhat semi-contention. Minnesota's in the playoffs as of today. Uh, Denver's a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home, 42-and-a-point total. I'm all over Minnesota, man. I don't understand what the hell. Can, does nobody listen to us? Anybody <laughs> listen? Is this working? Is this on? Um, Minnesota has been playing great. I was dogging them last year. They won all these games kind of in a bullshit way, come from behind, blah, blah, all and they're offense. they're at it again. But this year, they actually <laughs> are playing defense. We Last have Brian Flores. Flores. Yeah. So, Flores. I understand Thank Denver's God. had two good games. They beat Kansas City, kind of a surprise spot. They beat, you know, obviously the Bills last week, which was a good win. But they've got a lot of turnovers there. I don't think Dobbs going to turn the ball over. 
You're giving me two and a half points and Josh Dobbs all day. That's the Wigs pick of the week. Oh, wow. Well, I'm going the other <laughs> way. I like Denver. For sure. Yeah. Head coach mismatch for one thing. Sean Payton is definitely a much better football coach than, than at one uh, time. At one time. Well, yeah, I think he still is than okay. Kevin O'Connell. So um, Josh Dobbs has to have a regression at one point. There's a reason why he was a backup <laughs> in this league. This, this is the Josh this, Dobbs dip. Yeah, this is like going to Denver. Um, there's not really much of a rest advantage coming off the Monday night game since they're playing Sunday night. So mm-hmm. that's a good thing for Denver as well. But um, yeah, I think they got a lot of they have a lot of momentum on their side just as much as you know Minnesota mm-hmm. does. So I like their ability to run the ball. I think it's going to negate some of that pressure okay. that. Um, yeah, that Minnesota can present, and uh, you know they have Javante Williams and Samaje P. Ryan, um, and I think they're going to make just enough plays in the passing game to, to sweep by. So mm-hmm. I like Denver. I think they cover. I think they win by three or four, uh, and they're at home. You, you, they they're in Mile High, so yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. We can sure. only hope it's a snow game. So, but no, yes, I like Denver. Please. I like Denver, so I, I would I would be fine laying the points here. Okay, yeah. there you go. It's not in your top four Beaver Nation picks, but that's good. I get it. Okay, it's Monday night football game. I'm not going to see this game. I wish I could, but I heard well, the reason why I'm driving, not that I was going to fly anyway. But the Taylor Swift is coming in. Yeah, Taylor Swift. Not only just Taylor Swift, but this is like a, it's like $700 one way to freaking Kansas City right now. Well, to fly? Yes. Holy cow. It's not very far. Yeah. So yeah, well, I'm driving. It's because Taylor Swift's going. It's Taylor Swift, and it's a rematch of the Super Bowl, if you check this. But the oh, is Eagle, it really? Eagles and Chiefs might have played a little while ago. Yeah, but they played on that crappy field. Oh, boy, it was yeah. crappy. And so, that's, why they, that's why the Eagles lost, because all the paint on the field. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, uh, Kansas City's a two-and-a-half point favorite at home, 45-and-a-half point total Super Bowl rematch. Here's a question. Sounds like you already like the Eagles, which I do, too. Uh, I liked it a lot better when it was at three. I was like, ah, stay. Of course, everybody bet that down. So it's going to stay at two-and-a-half. It's not going to move, because... Unless there's some crazy news that you know Hurts isn't going to play or something, but um, what about this total, 45 and a half? Now, I know the Chiefs haven't scored much this year, but the Eagles certainly can, and the Eagles defense isn't great, so I'd probably go over. I know it's a primetime spot. Oh yeah, I'm taking the over. Yeah, so I'm 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 Philly, which is the dog plus two and a half, and the over. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I, I ride with Philly. I think the one thing that they can do is they're going to be able to run the ball, obviously. Mm-hmm. The physical, the the thing from the Super Bowl that I think you'll notice in this game, I don't know how. We're going to find out how healthy Jalen Hurts is because they had a lot of design runs in the Super Bowl. They had like 10 of them in the first half. Let oh, alone. Yeah. I think they had like 17 the whole game. Mm-hmm. So, um, looking back in the archives, if you will, I did the all 22 <laughs> You did the, this full, week. did the film on yeah. 22. Um, so, that that's going to be a big thing. Um, but I, I just like the blind play of of offense and defensive line of the Eagles. I mm-hmm. think they'll be able to to handle that. And obviously the biggest weakness of the Eagles is their secondary. I don't think the Chiefs yes. had a wide receiver. They don't have the wide receiver core to really take they advantage of, of the weakness of, of Philly. So we're going to find out, though, because, you know. Well, I, they didn't sack. The, they didn't sack Mahomes in that game because that's right. the field. Yeah, because the, the turf. Did you hear like, about the turf guy that oh, did the field? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. He was a Kansas City homer. Of course he was. Yeah, he, what was he? The, to, uh, the Sod Father is what his nickname Sod was. Father. Yeah, you can read all about it. His name is the Sod Father. I just think they're going to get to Mahomes in this game. I think that yeah. front line is going to get to him. And in the end, if the Chiefs. I mean, Pacheco's really key to this game. They got to run the football. And if they can't run the football. Jared McKinnon is going to be the key. Jared It's going to be the dump off machine. He's, he's going to have probably machine. he's going to have probably six to ten catches in this game. I yeah. Think. Oh, you like the over. Uh, I would take. Yeah, I would take him. In like all two and, your and a half, two and a half catches. Yeah, I would take him in all your props because whenever they see pressure packages, he's the one who usually like, comes in to catch those. Yeah. Number catches. one. Yep. It's him and Kelsey since mm-hmm. they don't have a wide receiver. So. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go over my top five picks, which you know probably ever changing now, but uh, I do like <laughs> Cleveland at, at the pick. In that game uh, against Pittsburgh, I like Minnesota plus two and a half, as I mentioned, the Sunday night game. Detroit minus eight against the Bears. I know you heard that, Bears fans. I am a Bear fan, but I'm being real. And then the Giants plus eight and a half. That's a little risky. And the Chargers minus three. So kind of a, a very, very group of picks there. What about you? I can't believe you feel comfortable betting on the Giants, but don't like the Bears. That's so you feel more comfortable betting on the Giants than you do betting on the Bears. That's that's terrible. Absolutely. That's man. That's no question. Detroit's a way better team than Washington. A tough pill to swallow. But Maybe. anyway. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with San Fran this week at mm-hmm. minus eleven and a half. I'm taking the Redbirds with the Cardinals at plus five. That's right. Uh, we're taking the Beaver Nation pick of the week yeah. at the Rams minus one. Um, and then we're going with the uh, excuse me, the Rams are getting plus one. Plus so one. forgive me, I mm-hmm. have that written down wrong. And then we're going with uh, Jacksonville at minus seven. All right, so, I like it. I like it. Plus seven, Jags. Plus seven. So we don't know a lot about minus We're not really against each other in any of these picks this week. It feels weird. Yeah. No, we, we should have put the, the Bears in there. Yeah. Well, I just, you know, it was the fifth pick. 
It was okay. number five on the okay. list. So we have all, I, I only get four. You know, we get so. four. That's why you split most yeah. of the time. All right, so this weekend, as I mentioned, driving to Kansas City tomorrow. Clear the roads, everybody. Here I come. <laughs> uh, I haven't been to Kansas City since God knows when. I think it's like the year 2000 or something. So yeah, you and I'm your friends. Yeah, my friends. <laughs> it's a fusion. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> you're going to the game tonight. You're going to the, oh, yeah, the Hawks, Hawks game. Yeah, the Blackhawks game. You're not actually going to watch the Hawks. You're watching somebody else. Yeah, no, Lightning are in town. No, Lightning. So, so how are you go, Tampa Bay Lightning fans? We're going to go see the boys. But oh. you're a Miami Dolphins fan. Right, I'm, I'm trying to Yeah, well, the, I, the I got into the fandom of hockey when I was in college. So okay. That was just kind of the cool team that. Oh, well, I see. It has nothing yeah. where you went to college. They yeah. just were good at that time. Yeah, well, they were just, yeah, they're, they're, I like the logo. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of the, the sure. Lightning Bolt. Yeah, why not? Yeah. So, just like the Chargers. I think it was like okay. 20, what, 2012 or 2013 that I technically got into hockey. Nice. Like, yeah, that was like actually, I mean, nice. I watched highlights on Sports Center like any other person growing yeah. up as a kid. So, nice. but I actually like learned the rules and like learned like what we're actually doing here. Escape? That would God know. Oh, we're going I mean, to I can stay on, I can, skate in this winter. I can stay on my feet, but yeah. as far as like, you I'm know, I'm not asking you to be a professional skater. Yeah, just, I would love to be able to play. That'd be so much fun. So, fun. but no, we're doing that tonight. And okay. then um, Sunday we have Friendsgiving. Yes. So, and then uh, next week I'll be traveling to Michigan and Ohio for Thanksgiving. Okay. When so, are you leaving for that? Uh, Monday night, probably. Oh, okay. So we do remote. So, remote yeah, we'll remote probably session. do a little. Yeah, so next week we'll be doing a remote session. Uh, trying to think. Oh, we have Thursday football. That's right. Thursday, yeah, big yeah, Thursday games. is uh, Thanksgiving Turkey Day football, and there's so. actually a Friday game next week. Baltimore plays on Friday. Yeah, did the Dolphins play on Black Friday? Uh, I can't remember. I thought they play. Hmm, if we only had some information to tell us where this is, <laughs> live live streaming. Uh, the Dolphins are playing the Jets. Oh my bad. Dolphins yeah. play the Jets. Not the okay. Rams. So yeah, so you've got the. Yeah, Pack and Lions uh, against each other. Uh, Commanders against the Cowboys, 49ers, Seahawks, and then Dolphins, Jets. There you nice. Go. There it is. So the, the only problem with that is with us, we have to. If we're not going to take we lose four games if we don't want to pick any of those teams, mm -hmm. you know, by the deadline. So, but anyway, we'll figure out when we're going to tape next week, whether it's Wednesday or Thursday morning, whenever you want to. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll get the, we'll get it together. Yeah, I'm going to be resting. Right? Yeah, we got to get you nice and rested. I want you playing hurt anymore. Yeah. You know, we need yeah. we need to have our leader back. We gotta so. do it. We gotta do it. So, <laughs> all right. Well, well, follow me at Wegspool on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us at Side Action Pod on Twitter and Side Action Podcast on Instagram. Uh, and you can check me out on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Twitter at Mr. Grumpy Gills. Uh, Instagram at Dalton Cooper. We are the Side Action Pod. Thanks for joining us. Check us out on Twitter. And oh, Instagram wait a second! As well. Wait a second! Luke uh, Young, amazing uh, boys. He Luke finally joins. Yeah, he got in the, in the in the what is it the hundredth minute or whatever we've been here the, the, the sixty sixth minute. Hour, yeah. <laughs> Thanks so. for the shout out, Luke. Like, uh, <laughs> we're about to sign off, pal. But anyway, good luck this weekend, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Love you guys. That's a wrap for this episode of the Side Action Podcast. We appreciate all of your listens and thank you for joining us. We'll see you all again next week on Thursday for some more hot picks and side action. Side Action Podcast, its owners and associates take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the show hosts or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of this podcast, and opinions between talk show hosts may conflict. Individuals following the advice given on the podcast accept their own risk of losses from wagers made, as the Side Action Podcast, its owners, hosts, associates, or guests will not guarantee any advice given. The opinions and advice given on the Side Action Podcast is for entertainment purposes only gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER intro and outro and transition music credits song titles jerry five and district four by kevin mcleod at incompetech.org license under creative commons attribution 3.0 creativecommons.org backslash licenses backslash by 3.0